welcome to Sing, Breathe, Be with Heidi Riggs, The Journey of Finding Our Authentic Voice and the Courage to Use It. This is episode nine. So um, I did not know I was going to be recording episode nine right now. And as you can see, I'm wearing this adorable little shirt and I'm not naughty. So it was just cute. Okay. This is not about me, but it is really cute. And I got it from Honey and Home. And um, Brandy is amazing. And she has this company. So please check her out on Instagram, Honey and Home. You will love every single thing she has. Her candles are delish. And um, she has some cute little holiday things, items like this. And I ordered this from her um, because it was super cute. But now I'm going to show the world my fun naughty shirt. It just says naughty, which is awful. <laughs> so kind of should turn, maybe I should turn it inside out. I don't know, but here we are. We're going to wear this. So this is episode nine and I had no idea I was coming on, but I was compelled. So what happened was I was doing my look, normal errands, running around town, picking up cat food and doing the thing. And I thought, well, I'm going to stop by the studio really quick because, and Miss Stephanie already knows this. Stephanie, I have a gift for her and I want to come in and quick wrap it. And I thought, well, maybe I'll do an update on my mobile service provider <laughs> saga and I'm not going to because I'm literally sick of talking about it and if I should have it all cleaned up by next week I'll maybe do an update but if not I'll be announcing I'm going to a new <laughs> mobile service provider sometime soon so anyway I'm not even gonna discuss it but I'm gonna say if you listen to episode eight thank you for listening um and say a prayer for all the people who work for the mobile service provider because I'm sick of calling them. Um, and I know they're sick of me calling them as well. Um, I'm, Corey actually said today, he's like, I guarantee you have red flags all over your, your account when you call, because that's probably why they put you on hold for so long. Yeah. So anyway, I was pulling up and I thought, well, I guess I could do an episode on here to do the update. But then I thought, you know, maybe I'll go through my, my episode idea list, because I have that. And, and do one on mentoring, because I've been wanting to talk about mentoring and how important I find mentors in my life, how they've been, like, actually not important, pivotal in my life, and how I was thrust into the position of mentor very early on in my teaching years. And again, I had no idea it would be such a, the center of what I do, um, but it ended up being this thing that is tandem with teaching voice and and teaching performance techniques and, and pedagogy and all those things in music and, you know, the whole process, I end up mentoring students. And I, I probably, again, if I'd have thought about it for a second when I first started teaching, you know, that would have been another reason I didn't want to teach. <laughs> There's too much responsibility and no, thank you. Um, but now I look at it as such a blessing because I have these amazing connections with just so many crazy, wildly talented, easy to love human beings. So I was sitting there going, you know what? As I'm sitting outside waiting to come in the studio, checking my phone, um, I thought, you know, maybe I, maybe I should reach out to a student and I should do like an impromptu, um, you know, interview. Wouldn't that be cool? I was thinking. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Heidi, because, you know, all the students just are sitting around waiting with bated breath for me to call them and be like, can you jump on a Zoom with me and do it? They're not. They're not waiting for that. But apparently they are. So 
I want to introduce really quick my student and friend, um, Joseph Carrier. He's here in the window because I'm on my phone doing this Zoom and I don't know how to split the screen. Again, I'd like to introduce Joseph Carrier. He is a alumni, actually, and a current student. He, he takes virtually with me um, and he's actually in Florida. And he had this crazy journey kind of getting him to this place in Florida and has this amazing life there and um, I'm always in awe of him but I'm not gonna talk about all of that that led there because when he he just I came in and he called me and said do you have time to talk are you teaching is what he said are you teaching no I'm just at the studio and then we started chatting about this experience he's having and um, and I, I want him to tell a little bit about what he called me about and then I was just like oh my gosh I was just thinking would it be cool to do like an interview with a student and about mentoring and this is crazy because I was just thinking wouldn't that be cool and then phone call conversation and then I was like all right let's just let's just do this interview and I, I'll give you you know I told him I'd give him final editing um <laughs> you know uh, authority and uh so if we hate it we you'll never see this this is just gonna be for me and I will save it for later you're welcome <laughs> thank you all right so without further ado this is Joseph Carrier I'm gonna switch in here so and I don't call him Joseph either. He's in my phone that way. And I'm always entering Joey and it's going to other Joey's. So I have him. And I don't know why I have so many. But a lot of my students were named Joey. Joey and Jason. Those were like. The 90s named yeah. babies of the times that are now growing up. So I know. <laughs> it's strange. Like how many J names. But I put you in as Joseph. And then I forget every week when I go to confirm that you're not Joey, but I call you Joey. So it's confusing, really. I, th I think it may be because I switched my name on Facebook because it sounds more professional if I'm Joseph. I don't know why that overcame me, but I was like, ah, people that know me call me Joey anyways. So yeah, I've always called you Joey, but in my phone, you're Joseph, which is really <sighs> weird now that I'm thinking about it. I, I just have such a powerful proper name that it has to be Joseph in your phone, right. apparently. <laughs> It does. Okay, so let's talk a little bit. When we were um here, there, so people can see see you. So welcome to Sing Breathe Be with Heidi Ranks, and um, we're going to talk about mentoring, and we're going to talk a little bit about your journey, kind of getting here, and and mostly, I think, and this is for everybody because we're all doing this together, right? Where we're embracing the opportunity to allow and surrender and and let our you know be divinely guided through through our lives and into our purpose and um, I want to talk a little bit about that and maybe you could start with what kind of came over you a couple weeks back and when I said magic words and I've always said that teachers say magic words all the time and they have no idea what they're saying okay they know what they're saying but they don't know they're so important to the to the listener because I truly believe when you're teaching and you're really in the flow you're divinely guided you have spirit you know coming through and and sometimes giving I'm like channeling the message sometimes and I and you'll students will tell me later oh my gosh I remember I'll never forget when you said blah 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 whatever it was and then I'm like Oh yeah, I'm brilliant like that. I don't know what I mean. I was just going with that. All right, take it, take it for real. Let's go. So tell me a little bit about that. And then tell me what it was that I said and then tell me how it brought you to today, calling me going, I need to tell you about this amazing interview I just did. So it was a few weeks ago. And for those of you that don't know, I as you said earlier, you said that I live an amazing life here in Florida. I get to perform for the theme parks and all that. Um, and I was 
going back to work and I finally got reapproved uh, for uh, one of my roles that I do there. And I was, okay, email stop. And I was worried that I wasn't going to survive almost. Um, you know, COVID has hit people in different ways. And I was just doing a lesson with her. I think we're singing Miss Saigon or something. And I could tell that it was in my voice and in my body as I, as I was being present, just like feeling anxious, don't like this. And it was like at the end of the lesson and I'm like applying for different jobs. I'm in my head. I'm like, wow, I can't follow my joy. And you say, uh, I'm like, I'm so worried. And you're like, I'm not worried. You're going to be just fine. You're going to be more than just fine. And I was like, I don't know why, but that hit me and stuck with me. And I was like, you know, right. Literally within the middle of that mess, uh, that lesson towards the end of it, I was already getting, shift giveaways uh, for my role that I do there. And ever since then, for the past few weeks, not only have I been getting opportunities back in the parks, but outside uh, the parks. And I felt so inclined, even though we had a lesson a few days ago, I felt so inclined. It was a great lesson. It was a, oh, we're doing good stuff. And I'm, yeah, just love your voice. Uh, and I've been doing that lately and it's been great performing different stuff. And I, I had um, a job interview for, and I'm not going to say who it's for or anything like that. Um, but sometimes there are these big moments in your life where it feels like it's a crossroads and you may be having a fear of success or a fear of just in general. And like you said, uh, yeah, yeah. The unknown and blocking it and knowing what is right for you and not, you know, second guessing yourself and, and stuff how. like that. Yeah. The, the biggest thing is the how and, just to clarify, none of this has come to fruition, but a lot of things are in motion to where it's like, oh, oh that resonates with the part of me. Ooh, what what does this feel like uh, for the next evolution of who I am? Don't you and, feel sometimes like we get in our heads about like an opportunity coming and how that's going to derail like what we're doing now and, and the change is scary and how will that work and, and who's and how's it going to affect, you know, like you have Marie to consider. I mean, yeah beautiful fiance you know so i mean there's a lot to like you have a lot of things to consider when you're making decisions now right and yep. what we do is we get you have attracted all of this great like stuff because you kind of surrendered we had that lesson and, and then you took some time after and you really surrendered and when i talked to you last week this last week a couple days ago you're like you've really just been allowing and just all of this it's been a floodgate it but shows in my I, physical what did voice I just tell you though what did I just say? What did I just suggest? I, uh, what did I say? Don't worry about the how in the moment that you start worrying or fearing is the moment that you block it. Um, it goes back to one of my favorite quotes that has guided me because um, I'm a big Peter Pan fan. That's the thing that set me off when I was five years old. And um, my favorite quote, if I were ever to win an award, uh, <laughs> would be uh, the moment you doubt whether you can fly or not is the moment you cease forever to do so. So um, in these moments, sometimes I, I've called, I've called you on <laughs> on awful callbacks, auditions, workshops, recitals, and also contract negotiations, a new role. Like I, Heidi is my mentor and I don't you used know. To call it's, me manager. Remember I used to, yeah, I, I used to be like, Oh yeah, you're going to be my manager. And you're just like, a joke. this cocky kid. Oh, mm. and now I've learned. I'm like, I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm just like, mentor feels more fitting. And... Yeah, well, it's, it's authentic. It's, it's true. Yeah, right? but yeah. you know funny. You know what's funny is you you mentioned that that little Instagram that I borrowed from Lauren, where your your rating of your nicknames, you know that that post you said yeah. you saw it. 
Um, I almost put manager. You almost did? Oh, okay. I, I all right. this close, but then I was like, well, there's just all these, like, I'm going, I don't, I'm running out of room to post all these nicknames. Because I guess when you live long enough, you get <laughs> lots of nicknames. I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I was actually, uh, I didn't think that you would ever put that on there. But, like, when I saw Shaftmaster, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you're like a guru and i'm like oh yeah chef master it's not it's like a, well, you're one of the people i thought of who call me that that's my maiden yes. name for listeners at home um yes german and changed at ellis island and or wherever they were checking in and of course being a young teenager when i heard this or like i was uh right out of uh, high school you were. oh oh i found that hilarious i was like <laughs> i'm like do. that's her name in the phone now it's not that anymore just so you know it's just thank heidi you. Ricks. thank you for letting me <laughs> manager chef master to mentor heidi by the way that joke is staying in i get final cut no that... <laughs> that oh, you true. can take that you out can. you can very good um so when we have these opportunities we do we i find i've done that with roles like audition for things and then the minute i audition i start you know was the word catastrophizing is that, the, is that a word catastrophizing is that not a yeah word? i i catastroph yeah catastrophe Catastrophi catastrophizing yeah. it's a word it's a word and it's a word make it up maybe all right but i start doing that where i'll be like oh my gosh if i get this part it's going to be so disruptive I'm going to have to move students around. I might even have to, you know, put some on a sabbatical. What are my kids and my, my I'm going to be gone all day and night and blah, 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 all my head. How, how, yeah. how, how am I going to work this out? And I really honestly feel like I, I always do believe, even if I wasn't howing something, it is still for my highest good. I do think we, we shouldn't be afraid of anything, including our thoughts, because what is for us is for us. Does that make sense? You aren't stopping your your purpose, right? But we can stop the imminence, right, of it. Yes, I can. You can and this has happened multiple times with me to where, for better or for worse, I get in my head about, like, what does this mean for my life? What does this mean for me as a performer? What does it mean we for me as that. a human being? But now, like yeah. you said, I have my wonderful and beautiful fiance, Marie, I love you. Um, I have not just responsibilities, but I have planets in my orbit that mm -hmm. I, I, I must uh, align with. Uh, and sometimes you don't know whether it's right for you, but I, that's, again, right now, why I called you is I'm like, that is fear. Um, mm -hmm. And for all, yeah, I, um, fear of success. Has that too. And I think, don't you think sometimes though that men beat themselves up if they have, they don't want to even admit it's fear. Like, we don't want to even admit it, that it's fear. Yes, but I know. You're pretty evolved, right? You're not, like, you don't have any of that toxic masculinity. I don't have any of that toxic masculinity. Not really, no. I probably do to some extent that I am unaware of. And I mean. We all do. We all have blind spots. And I felt like when I moved down here to Florida, like, I was not prepared. I was not ready. I, uh. I, I wasn't who I am now. This because now I feel like a young man. Back then, I felt like a kid, and now. Were you afraid it, when you moved down? Or were oh you yeah. Excited. Uh, it was a mixture of both. Um, had for those of you who do not know, um, 
a great member of our community back uh, that I worked with. His name is Caleb Kreidler. Uh, he unfortunately, I was best friends with him. He unfortunately, um, he passed away the week that I um, was supposed to go down to Orlando uh, to be working for Walt Disney World. And um, that kind of cast a shadow. And um, I, part of me felt like that um, almost derailed me as a person and it derailed what I was doing. Um, but if if anything, it made me throw myself into my work more, especially with Disney, because you're thinking to yourself, I'm in the happiest place on earth, quote unquote, and I'm supposed to, I should be feeling this right now, but I'm like, I'm also dealing with grieving and tragedy. And it took me a while to get over that. And I think once I learned not to throw myself into my work as much and just allow myself to stay still, that's when the change started to evolving. And that's when I started finding peace and naturally things that I thought that I needed or I relied on or I was codependent on just uh, started leaving my life. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, 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 now I feel like, oh, I'm finally, I'm finally comfortable to some extent, even with COVID going right. around that had its own insecurities. I'm even with these next evolutions, I'm like, do I really know what's right for me? Right. And then you suck right. yourself up. We second guess. And I think you're that age too. Like I've told you before, that age is tough because we we feel like we're ready to really do our thing, but then everybody kind of like checks our ID. <laughs> right? You kind of get that feeling yeah. like, right? Like you're being, like people are judging you like you're too young, right? Well, that's in our head. And I maybe there are people who do that. But when we're younger, we think we aren't qualified, right? We're not qualified. And my one of my favorite quotes and and i'm i'm not sure who it was if it's just a religious quote or if it's somebody specific and if it is i'm sorry i'm not giving credit but that god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called Ooh, yeah right so if that's true and i believe it is then we have nothing to fear because even if you are called to do something and you don't feel prepared you know, or you can, here's the thing, we, I know people, and I'm one of them who prepared to do something that was not in, in my path. It wasn't. Yeah. I prepared to do things that did, ended up not being in my path, right? But the things that I did end up in my path, the things that I do, I do feel and know are my purpose. I was qualified through synchronicities, through divine guidance and intervention. That, I mean, I, I didn't know I was going into music. I didn't know I was, I mean, until I was in it. Like, it was so crazy. I look back at that time and go, wow. My life could have gone wow. somewhere else. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know I was going into music. I loved music, but that's the thing. When we're kids, what if we're told, just do the thing you love? And to some extent, so Just I, do that, and it's going to lead you yeah. there. I mean, I, I was in a way given that, but it was definitely just like... I, I think had, my, par my parents McCullough, were, and he's such I, a I had Dave McCullough. Mentor, mentor to you. And, and you had uh, Lisa Copley. Uh, yeah, I had Lisa Copley. You were a child. But then I also, mentor. I also had all, well, because it all kind of stems back to Lisa Copley, because then I was with Matt. I was with David. Who's I was inspirational just being in a room with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, and it's really interesting being like. Uh, and, and for the listeners at home, Matt Copley is one of my former. He's an alumni, former student. Yes. I say it like we broke up. Former. We student broke up. By ex student. No, <laughs> no, no he's he's doing amazing things too. So it's amazing. it's really check him out, guys. Um, he and another alum and another one of your friends from Chris high school, Mandel. Chris Mandel, are in a band called Unwell, and um, they came together during COVID, and you should really go check them out because they're phenomenal. 
And I mean, like every single thing they do is phenomenal. And, and uh, then of course, Matt's side project too of doing um, Punk Broadway Goes Punk. Yeah. Yeah, or Punk Goes Broadway. Which way is it? Your uh, broad, uh, broad, Broadway, <laughs> Broadway Goes I think it is Broadway Goes Punk, actually. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. So check out Matt Copley and check out Unwell Band. So, but yeah, being you were with them when you were a kid, you know, that was, and you followed that. You loved that. There was creative energy that was always there. And I think, and also we were kind of big fish in a small pond being in St. Clair County, Michigan. And then we would kind of branch out uh, from there um, a lot. And I think with, without any of those experiences, none of us would be where we are today. But we were kind of that generation um, that was, we were told like, hey, yeah, follow your dreams, but go to college. And that did not work. That did not work for me. Um, but then I had synchronicity, like that had to happen for the synchronicities of being able Disney World and Un Universal provided for me that I'm like, I kind of grew more. They sent you to school too, didn't they? You were allowed to go to college. I was what? Through the, you were, you went to college oh, yeah. when you were down there, right? They were yeah. So, yeah. getting some was it certification or just getting some. It was a, uh, so. You could, you could be enrolled, if you were enrolled in classes or like you still were, uh, like say that you were graduating and you wanted to have an internship at Disney to work in the parks, you could do that. And um, so that's what I did. I, I figured I'm like, okay, if I'm already getting paid somewhat to do professional shows and I'm taking all this money out for student loans, I'm like, I'm going to be left with, you know, how many thousands of dollars in debt, which I still do have debt. And I have a degree which could get me a job that I may not like. And I'm seeing people graduating from here that may not be doing what they intended to do. I hope that they're happy. But I was like, this does not align with what I want. So I did the Disney College program. And I also accepted it under the pretense that I was going to be doing uh, food and beverage services. So I was basically going to work there in a restaurant or like a McDonald's, basically. Uh, but the the full intention, and you know this, it, for months I was like, oh, no, I'm going to go to the Disney audition. And I'm going to get it not in an arrogant way but it was very much an allowing them like i'm manifesting yeah, this and you were setting that intention and you did set that before you even left oh yeah you set uh, that intention before you even left um and you had told me that your goal was to become an equity performer to be you set that goal for yourself before you even left yeah i you said two said that. i said in two years i'm going to get it and i, I remember i, I kind of let that goal go i'm like i guess i'm just gonna and there's no harm in that. I thought I was just going to be a D in Disney character entertainment forever, but I was getting to a point where I was like, I'd like some new opportunities. And I was at the right place at the right time with the right directors. It's that's all it ever is, isn't it? And that, that, that's why it kind of happened. And I, to an extent I felt imposter syndrome when I got it. Uh, I was sure. like, there are other people that deserve this. And then, um, uh, well, you only got it because you did the character. And I'm like, well, that's just right. an advantage. Uh, that, people you, from you know and, and you don't and the thing is when you're young and even when you're my age i find that if we open ourselves up to needing the approval that we will that need to have it is because we have a lack we feel we have a lack of approval which yes. then attracts that lack of approval if, just to give a broad overview of what right. you may have experienced because you said i had imposter syndrome or you know fraud complex or whatever going into and i think everybody does like i said you god call doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called so when you got there it didn't mean that you had to know everything right it just means you had to have the open heart and the love for it to learn. It, it fit and, like a glove by feeling that way you were feeling 
you actually attracted someone telling you. I right? I I attracted the the very what I was focusing on negatives. Yeah. Uh, right. But even responsibility. And I, I wasn't at that time. And, and uh, well, Disney Company, I'm grateful for everything that you've done for me. Um, but like, it, it's not easy working uh, for th- even under an equity contract for whatever you do. You are still working for a company at the end of the day, and you get drained. So when COVID rolled around, I was my my body was shutting down. I was I was having knee issues, and I had just signed my contract for for re-upping it and i at that point i was like you know what i'm because disney had these benefits for getting a college degree and i said to myself i'm like well if i'm gonna be here and perform i'm going to get that just so that that's just something that that's a tool that can enhance me that Mm -hmm. people will be grateful for education we always exactly from studying we i think we need to take the pressure off ourselves to go i need the degree i need the master's degree i need the phd i need you know we put all these again it's the same thing we feel like we have to be you know, have the piece of paper to say we're qualified enough to feel like we don't have to be a fraud. Which is you, amazing because I, I you, try- if you add up all your years on stage, you should feel pretty qualified. Oh, and that's uh, why. What is was the first time you did a show? How old were you? Uh, I was sixth grade. So 10. Uh, so, yeah, ten. I, I I have written that in my cover letter, ten. But sometimes it feels so like fifteen years. Come- you've been on stage. Yeah. So when they minus uh COVID and, year minus twenty twenty, uh, even though beginning of twenty twenty you were performing. Yeah, beginning of twenty twenty. That's when I got so a contract much. at Universal. I literally worked two shifts, and then you know the world shut down. And at that yeah. point, I I I remember I was like, do I just take an insurance job with Progressive and go out into the sunset? Is Disney the height of my creative career? And two years later, right now. Or even a year later, like at this point a year ago, I was so lost. I was like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but I've learned that because of the experience that you can't buy, which you brought up earlier, um, that experience is getting me noticed. And I started finding ways to market myself and like actually because I wanted those opportunities, I started searching for them. And now I'm getting a whoa, wobbly camera. I'm getting that kind of a. Uh, bit of a return investment but i i i still don't even know what that means but it feels it feels good and well, having you as a mentor we have to remind ourselves whenever we feel like we have this big crossroads because we can do this we can really like dra- dramatize <sighs> our you know our lives because that's what we do we're performers we do that right we, we write our scripts as we're going through right yes but do we are we writing the hero's script are we writing the hero's journey are we writing the victim's journey you know those are the things i'm always asking myself <gasps> and when i'm when i'm talking yeah. to a new student especially i listen to the way they speak about because i'll ask them you know i ask you questions you know what have, what have you been doing? I ask you when you walk in the door, how's the week been? I want to hear. Why? Yeah. Why do I want to hear? Well, we're going to connect, but I also want to hear, how are you telling your tale? Are you telling it in a way that you're a victim? Or are you telling it the way that you're a, a bystander? Or are you actively in there as a hero? Like, where are we? And then I can help. I usually can help the student a little bit more when I know how they see themselves. Which is, that's what uh, happened when I reached out to you. I reached out to you back in May because me and my fiance Marie, we were watching Miss Saigon because she'd never seen it. And we both felt like, we missed this. I'm like, you know what? We we have the money. We both have jobs right now. Like, there's no reason why we can't have that investment in ourselves still. And so we both signed up with you. And 
I think at that time I saw myself as a victim. It was the victim because I'm like, I got laid off. Brr. Um, but eventually, I, you, I didn't read you that way, but you might. I read myself that way, but then, like, yeah. fast forward six months, uh, you know, six months mm-hmm. can change your life. And see, because the only time I've ever gotten an impression from you was when you first came to me for lessons when you were whatever, 19 or 20. And it wasn't that you were writing yourself as a victim, but you were definitely writing yourself as you weren't qualified enough to be competing for the the part the the place in that program that you wanted to be part of and yeah. um, you kind of came in with that idea that you weren't ready that you weren't good enough and you came to me to help you get ready and feel good enough you know and we got you in yeah you got in on your own actually but you did I, it you know you got in but that feeling didn't really go away for a long time you know it but took also, me it took me completely separate in that we have to name programs but no no we don't um program. i'm not gonna give it that much um because no. uh, so that's the only time I've ever felt that with you, that you were really feeling bad about yourself. Because even after COVID, as much as you were unsure, yeah, we all were unsure, right? I I don't see you rating yourself as a victim in that. I mean, I'm going to disagree with you because I literally was oh. like, I thought you were just like everybody else, kind of going, "I'm surviving this. Let's survive." And that's the other thing that I, uh, you know, put in myself is that like, yeah, I'm a part of AEA, and that's fantastic for what it is, but literally 95% of us got laid off. So it's one of those yeah. things that I'm like, oh, we're all feeling this way, which is kind of good. Because once you take yourself out of that head of like me, in a beautiful way, you're all experiencing it. But as the world is evolving again, more art is coming out and at least... Well, you guys are just starting to get called back, right? Like it's just been <sighs> in the last couple months, right? Oh, uh, for the most part. I mean, other shows were called... It's mm-hmm. Dis- The way that Disney is doing it is very... Um, they say they say that it's methodical but um i will we'll be able to judge that in a year as far as how much stays and how much doesn't stay Mm -hmm. um but we uh we renewed our um memorandum of understanding to extend our recall rights till september of 2022 which is when our contract is up in general with disney so theoretically i don't think it's going to happen but they could just sever from AEA they in general, uh, I don't think that That'd they will. Really uh, they they very much like the entertainment there. So I know that I know that I have a lot of friends who are just like, oh, I think we're gonna get called back for my show in particular. I I don't know. We are a relatively cheap show, which is good on the uh, on paper, but they could also be like, oh, that's just a little thing. I think there's like so to bring it back kind of to the mentoring, you know, and and I'm sure you have mentors there who've been yes along the way you know thank god for that um and you even had a voice teacher down there for a minute too during pre-covid i forgot i forgot his name that's okay you don't remember (laughs) but it was a while ago and it was also like i I would look at covid like trauma so if we aren't really remembering people's names after we're having trauma that's okay you know what i mean but you did for a little bit because i remember you contacted me um and said you were maybe looking for a teacher and i said maybe you want to check out um the National Association of Teachers of Singing site yes. for, for the, you know, um, the Orlando area. And, um, and I don't know if you did or not, if that's how you found I it. did. But, and that was how yeah, I found it. That's them. exactly like what I, I recommend to anyone who, but now I teach, I teach so many virtual students that people are like, can you recommend a teacher? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, me, duh. Which is, <laughs> I have it down to a science now. 
Well, what used to happen like before COVID with you and me is that like I'd be in town once in a while and we right. would do a lesson. Um, mm -hmm. Because I remember at that time you told me, nope, I, I, I can't do it. It's so hard because you did it with Skype and everything. But once Zoom was really becoming the thing, Mm -hmm. I had I've had callbacks on Zoom. I've had interviews on Zoom. So mm -hmm. I and you were advertising the fact that you had online students. It's it's no different. I mean, obviously, if you're in person with you and the piano, it you feel that in your uh, in your body yeah, a lot the more. Room has a different vibe. It's it's very uh, there's an energy in the room that I think that we just it's hard to attain. You know, digitally, virtually, it's hard to. I think. But I also think at the same time, it's not that hard because there are times where I don't think, oh, I only saw you through a screen today because I feel like I see you all the time. Yeah. Right. And same thing when I was taking virtually with my teacher, and I'm sure right now, Kurt Peters, my teacher is probably like, where's she been? He knows I was doing a build out, but my build out's pretty okay. done. So I have no more. My excuses are officially run dry. I need to get They're valid. Done. But I love virtual lessons with him i love per i love in-person lessons with him too but virtual lessons with him i feel like i'm in the room with him like it's... i don't feel a disconnect at all like i feel super connected so he's my mentor without a doubt without a doubt he's my mentor you, you jay mccullough and uh my friend eric pinder who is from detroit who is my sarge in green army uh you all have touched on a different side of me that i didn't know that i had or like mm -hmm. skills so yeah. no, that's just... what we're supposed to do and i used to describe all of my teachers um over the years as um a, a tapestry that's mm -hmm. been woven together and that is my training and then that is my experience is, is it's a tapestry um but so is everything it's a beautiful charcuterie board it's a whole charcuterie board it, it is it's, it's full of tasty berries and chocolates and mustards and dried meats it's delicious. You know what, charcuterie, since I quit drinking, charcuterie boards don't taste the same. Oh, really? Oh, I, I guess that makes sense. I love them, but it's not the same love as, like, a bottle of wine. A bottle of wine. Yeah. And a charcuterie. Charcuterie. But no, it's a tapestry. So, and charcuterie. It's both. You're right. Um, but all of my training, <clears throat> I, when I was, really, when I first started, I was not teacher hopping, but I was losing my teachers, it seemed like, for a minute. Like, when I first started, I was in Michigan. One was, like, I don't know, moved away or something. And then he was gone. And then my new teacher. And then I moved away. <laughs> and I was gone. And when I got down south and I started training with who would later be my dean, Dr. Jane McKinney at Greensboro College, I studied with her first. And she was the one who kind of recruited me to audition for the program. Um and I was only studying just because I loved, I loved singing and I loved music. And that was, I wasn't doing it because I was thinking about getting into a program. It hadn't even crossed my mind. I was just doing the thing I tell everybody to do. Just unknowingly. I was just doing the thing I love. I was just following my interests, following yes. my loves. That's what I loved. Whether so you were I, ready for, for it or not. Ready was not even a, a thought in my mind. Yeah. I didn't even have ready as a thought. Now I know, like, the stuff I didn't know then and that I know now, I probably would have been frozen in my tracks out of just sheer fear, thinking I'm not even close to being ready to do this. <sighs> you know, I would have. I'm glad I didn't know. I'm glad I didn't know what I know now. Yeah. Because I was too 
unaware at the time, which is great because I could trust the process then. Right. Yeah. Because that's all you had. That's all I had. And I, I did the thing. I did the thing where I, I followed the thing I love, but I didn't do it consciously. I just was doing it because I was waiting for my year to be up for establishing my residency in North Carolina. I wasn't, I wasn't working. That's all I was doing. And my mom was the one who suggested I go study privately. She was like, why don't you go sing or something? I think she was just sick of looking at me like, work sucks. I hate working. (laughs) I wanted to go to school. (laughs) I'm sure she was just probably, you know, moms, we feel it. We can feel when our kids are a little bit, they need more direction. And I was a 21 year old kid. And yeah, there we go. I didn't. I, I was establishing my residency. I did, wasn't going to go to school. So I had like that lack of direction. So my mom was the one who suggested it. And it, Jane ended up being a mentor to this day. She's the one who made the recommendation to the National Association of Teachers of Singing for me. Because you have to have oh. a member in good standing make your recommendation. I mean, she's still to this day a mentor of mine. To this day. Um, and yeah. So, and I literally fell into her office because of an advertisement in a paper that my mom saw. She was like, oh, it looks like... um." some professors there are accepting new students you should go study i'm like really really she was like yeah she goes you like taking lessons i'm like i do yeah okay (laughs) and then the rest is history right but when i and then jane when she when i was recruited and and then auditioned and then accepted to the program they had another teacher who was in the room requested me maybe i don't know but phyllis tectonitas ended up being my my teacher my main teacher through my college years except for my senior year when she had left and i think went primarily just to do university but um i basically had four teachers within like four years three wow i had four teachers in three years and at the time i didn't realize i I was confused all the time i felt like i'm i don't know what everybody's saying to me i didn't know because i didn't know what i didn't know and i was a good parrot so i would just imitate what i heard so if a, if a teacher demonstrated, I would just imitate the sound. That's not really knowing how I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, that's, yeah, wasn't, I didn't learn that until I took pedagogy. And then everything kind of came clear. <laughs> but up until that, though, I was feeling like I would go to one teacher and then the next teacher would say like the complete opposite. And it was just like, I used to kind of walk around like low key irritated and mad about it. Like, I was low-key mad because I was just like, this is the most confusing. Why would one person say it? Because it's subjective. That's why. why yeah. Why would one person say this and another person say that? And when, then how am I supposed to learn anything? So I was, like, really, like, chip on my shoulder, kind of walking around feeling like, don't even bother. Just let me sing. You know, kind of thing. Because I don't understand why everyone's so conflicted, right? But it wasn't until I had Linda, Dr. Lister, who's out at UNLV music and she's heads of the opera program there and i think she's i think she's a a tenured professor maybe even chair i don't know very accomplished wrote a beautiful opera called state of grace and um has a cd out she put out pre-covid that um the to the plea of fairies i think check her out linda lister amazing um but she was my teacher my senior year and she was exactly the teacher i needed so this is like when i look back at all of the synchronicities that brought me from one teacher yes. to the next teacher and the next teacher, I realized they were all mentors. All of them were my mentors. And uh, all the things I learned from each of them actually, kind of, every teacher I've had since has done this. 
like just pulled it a little bit tighter, a little bit clearer um, to, for me. But Linda was the one who spoke my language. She spoke the language of science, mm. the physiology to me in, in a way that even was more in depth than even my pedagogy class had, even though my pedagogy class was brilliant and Craig Richardson was an amazing professor and so grateful to this moment for him. Um, but she was the one who really did that. So when I had her as my mentor, right, because all teachers, again, I had a clue. Yes. They all take on this, this additional role as mentor. Um, it, it was the clarity of going, wow, I literally was divinely guided to each of these teachers. And to each of these teachers, I can, without a doubt, say that I would not be successful as an educator or a performer if I hadn't had every single one of them. Like and you that, don't have, I yeah. know other, there's one that wouldn't have, if without one of them, I don't think I'd be sitting right here talking to you. I remember when I first came to you, it was because I had that exact thing. So I remember the second year of where I went to college, I had technically four different mentors, including you. And that just, it didn't make sense to me, but you always spoke my language. But the other ones, like you said, they kind of reinforce. Yeah, it was pivotal, and I didn't know. But learning everything I learned, it really put me in a place when I finally was like going through the audition process for grad school, and I had a really, I'm not going to go into the details, but a really not a great experience. And when I got a teacher, a new teacher, at the request of this program that was considering accepting me, I'm not going into why. <clears throat> if it weren't for all those other teachers, I would have not had the sense to not study with this one. It gave me the discernment to go, oh, wait, this isn't in my best interest. I'm, every time I'm walking in here, I'm not feeling great. She was tossing all my music out. Like, that was her plan. Her plan was, like, literally, she told me I'm a dramatic soprano. And if you've ever heard me sing, you will know I'm not. <laughs> I'm, like finally in my life i'm flirting with a place where i might be full lyric <laughs> right but up until then it's been light lyric city and i mean i played full lyric roles and you know filled in where i needed to be filled in <clears throat> especially in workshops and things but you know essentially my fuck and if you don't know what that word means at home guys it, it means type the voice type that the way opera singers are singers are classified um is you know full lyric coloratura right so that's my voice type but i had i not had all of that mentorship coming into this that experience and listened to my gut and i knew how i felt going into a room with a teacher who aligned with my you know highest good i knew what that felt like it feels like time just flies by but also stands still you know what i mean like because you're just so present for that person yes. right when and i got you with this other teacher i wasn't that i didn't feel that it was my first time really going I don't feel aligned at all. And everything she's saying feels really like, and I'm like, is this a test? Like I kept going, is this a test? I was, I was mature enough, I think at that point to think maybe it was. Or like a universal, test. okay. Yeah, I felt like it was like, I just knew I didn't want to feel that way anymore. I didn't want to feel like, I was back to feeling like I was second guessing everything I'd learned. That's what uh, I like. hate that. So it brought me back to that place where I was like, I don't understand what's going on. What the heck is going? What actually wasn't even like? What the fuck is going on? Like that's what I was saying. I wasn't. I I would come home. I think I had three or four lessons with this teacher. I came back. To, I went to my dad's house. Mind you, I had my own place. 
I was married and I had Lauren. I mean, we were established family, but I would go to my father's house. I was so distraught just to go talk to him and cry. You know, every, I'm sure he was probably like, yeah. seems really awful and traumatic. Uh, don't <laughs> you know, know what to do. He goes but... to work to save lives all day long and put people, you know, give anesthesia. I'm coming in crying about, she threw my music out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all perspective, isn't it? <laughs> you know, but it was a big deal. It was a big deal. She did throw my music out and basically threw four years of work out. And it went, and I just couldn't. And so I, I basically burned that bridge to my, my grad program. Mm. But that's okay. I'm so grateful I did. I'm so grateful I did because it sent me on a journey that brought me right to where I'm sitting now. And that is like, and you don't always understand, do you? Right? It's only in hindsight that we can see the connections and go, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have been broken. But even like the the hills and valleys always lead to a mountain of sorts, and For like sure. you said, you Maybe cannot. You just have to. Not I wouldn't say just follow your gut because sometimes your gut is going to be telling you no. You have to fear this. Um, I, I really think it is because I have been aligning with it lately. Is saying this is for my highest good. I. Uh, it, tell 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 everybody what you you and Marie were doing recently about the car and that whole thing. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, it was about two or three days ago. We had our day off. We were going to have a double feature movie day. Um, because we for the first time we're going to do a full Oscar grid and we're, we want to see all these films. We're just really excited. We have a list, so That's it's twenty dollars awesome. a month. Really fun. Do However, Siskel and Ebert. Yes. Yeah. 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 Critics, movie critics. My parents used to call Corey and I Siskel and Ebert because we would see every movie when it first came out. That every is the movie. other than my uh, my father who's. I talked to him yesterday, and he said that to me. So I was like, wait, he that's... Uh, oh, yeah, he did. Which I'm just he like, did? you know that? Yeah. Like, I, that's, that's, a, that's a synchronicity right there. But we woke up, got the... We also had carpet cleaning. So that was going yeah. down. We got woken up to that. We go to get inside the car, and unfortunately, one of the tires is almost completely flat. Um, just got new tires six months ago, so we go to the nearest place that we can. They're like, okay, it's going to be however much money. It was like a couple hundred. We're like, okay, we're not excited to do this. Where but did you get your new tires? Firestone, which they are very – oh, well, Don't this new set like of a, tires. If you have a flat tire and you bring it back, oh. you would fix it for free? Oh, the story gets deeper because I got the oh, – like, God. Yeah, so six months ago, I bought – the original new tires for Walmart. Now we're at Firestone, and oh, they're like, oh, it's going to take a couple hours, whatever. We finally moved stuff around. We're getting a, our carpet was clean. Um, we knew that we were going to miss the first movie, so it's like, okay, disappointments, but also we can rest. It's Marie's day off. And then uh, we get a call from the guy, and he's like, um, can you like come here in person? And I was like, you could just tell me over the phone. And he's like, well your axles are off uh you so you need a front end alignment you're you have three bad ball joints and that ruins the integrity of the entire car and the tires so something that could have been a couple hundred dollars well over a thousand dollars we're like oh and it's not like we could just sell the car or do something with that we're like you know what well let's not worry about this and of course like i was like in my mind i'm like no uh what are we gonna do yeah. and um luckily that got figured out 
we went there what you and what? what did you guys keep saying to each other it, it's for our highest good we're fine we are grateful we're still active we're still well like it's it's going to be taken care of well we had to apply for a credit card but we got approved for it um right up to the all, exact all out. right up to the exact amount of what it was going to cost so we're like okay really? we could take care of this another day no problems. Yeah. Uh, cars running great. Uh, we go to see House of Gucci at the Dine-In Theater at Disney Springs. Was that good? Uh, it was very good. Uh, Lady Gaga. It. it was. You would love it. The costume design I was know. fantastic, and I mean Adam Driver and Lady Gaga were very good. Um, wow. But uh, typically at these Dine-In Theaters, you have a waiter that comes up to you, and yeah. they order the food. I hadn't. Nobody told us until about three minutes until the movie started that oh yeah you have to stand in this line that was way too full and not enough people were working so we're like oh we were looking forward to this good meal and we're like it's okay it's for our highest good like we almost left the movie because uh, people were being loud when they were chewing their popcorn and stuff and <laughs> it was like, it was really quiet and too and i'm like i'll just leave and she's like no we're staying here and within five minutes we're enjoying the film and then we go to a restaurant that we've always wanted to go to best burgers we've ever had so wow. all that all, all that to say is more than just the car, but that day, moments where high stress happen, you kind of react in that moment, but then you're like, okay, let's accept, let go, and then everything happens for its highest good, and see, it's all great right now. And then it just kept on having yeah. hills and valleys throughout the day. But Long-winded every, every story. moment, though, that you surrender to. Yeah. Right? Isn't yes. That the, isn't that the trick? Oh, well, I was even nervous for my job interview today, and then it was the moment that... um. It's always that. It's it, just like the moment you go on stage, just like the moment you have a callback. There, there is. I feel like it's natural to have that little, tiniest bit of doubt or fear. Burst. Yes, and it's like okay, fight or flight. You want just, just you kind of have to let it yeah, go. And I, I don't mind. I don't think the like. And I've, I've said that, and I'll say it again because I said it here and I said it earlier too. That we can't. And I'm gonna say the F word again. Oh, I'm so rated R. Oh, I wanted to be G rated. Too late. All right. Um, we can't fuck up everything, anything that's meant for us. Yeah, we which we get up. to, we get derail it, we like you said. We delay it, especially if it's really awesome. It's like a, you know, like we're leveling up and we're, you know, doing the whole thing in our lives. We could, you know, and I think that, um, and I was talking about this on the last episode that there's signs, and if you pay attention, you'll see them. And 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 I used to not know what that meant. By the way, when people are like, watch for the signs, I'd be like, it better be literal. Because I'm not going to know. Like, I'm ah. going to assume everything's a sign or nothing is a sign. But I don't know how to just read the tea leaves, okay? I'm I'm not going to do it. So I'm yeah. really, like, this skeptic all the way through up until, like, probably three three years ago. Okay? Three years ago. Now, whenever there's a situation. In general. I look for. Ready for what I look for? Here are my signs. Familiarity. When something comes up. That has another context for me. Okay. So the other day when I didn't want to call the mobile service provider. We're not name names. Uh, we're not going to name names. I'm just not. I'm not giving them any power. <laughs> They're kind of evil. Um, but when I want, I didn't want to call them. And I've been telling the girls for maybe a few weeks. I was like, well, after Thanksgiving, I'll worry about it. Because I just said, I've been banging my head against the wall. Literally. Literally, figuratively, <laughs> but I really literally wanted to every time I talked to one of them from the, the company. So the other day, though, Noelle had texted me because Noelle's the one who's really like, you know, 
my little tech baby who wants the newest thing and I don't blame her. I I like it too. So she texted me from school with did you talk to the mobile service provider yet? Did you call? And I put no, I don't want to be on the phone for two hours today. Thank you. I have to go to work. The same moment she texted me that I got an email from the mobile service provider. Unrelated. Just an ad for, you know, cyber week or whatever going on for the pre-holiday sales and things so i saw it and i kind of took it as a sign like all right i'll call Mm. i don't know why i took it as a sign i should call but like i said if there's something that happens that has like commonality synchronicity familiarity for me personal something personal for me i will usually take it as a sign to move forward with something yes then that day same day though that i called three times and talked to three different people i wondered if i should still be doing it but on the second call the girl who answered was named l and for me that has uh, actually uh, more than a few synchronicities and and familiarities because my middle name is noel e-l-l-e l noel my daughter e-l-l-e and then isabel e-l-l-e so that l comes up a lot and then also lauren played l woods uh, so yeah. the fact that it hits on all four of us and I'm just like, all right, I guess I have to keep going, right? Keep yes. Going, keep making the calls, keep doing this. And I've been ready for what the resistance was. And I wasn't going to do the update on this, but now we're talking about synchronicities and signs. You and have stronger. to. You have to, I guess. I, I didn't want to. I was resisting that too. But I've been telling the girls, because they can go and go into the store. By the way, the store is where it got messed up to begin with, I felt. Okay, maybe I was wrong, but I really feel like I can just take it all right back to the store. So I didn't want to go in the store. Because if you say some silly ass shit to me when I'm feeling this way, I'm not sure all the meditation in the world is going to really matter. Nope. Nope. Triggered. Hardcore. So I thought, I'm going to save everybody the bail money and I'm not going to the store. Well, today I'm driving out, pick up a prescription, coming around the corner, and there's the store, like right in my right <laughs> in the store. And I see there, and I kept telling myself, I'm not going to the store. I'm going to have to wait forever just so I can go to jail. <laughs> resistance, resistance, resistance in my head, right? I don't want to go. I look up from the light, and there's no one in the parking lot. It's empty. The store is empty. There we are. Here's your sign. I better go. <laughs> and I go in, and the first person I talked to, I'd never seen before. He's just young, a young kid. Again, I don't want to like prejudge someone as being young and all that, but I also didn't get the whole like, let me help you from him. I kind of got the whole like, let's hear your bullshit story, you know, kind of thing. Like he's already jaded, good and jaded. Yeah. And a half. Yeah. The the mobile service provider. I don't blame him. I I also oh. don't blame him for being jaded, yeah, but also tried to. Already. He's listening to me like I'm a big liar already. Which I don't blame him. Really, I don't. But then out from the back room comes the guy originally. Last time I saw him, I yelled at him. So I wondered how that was going to go. But actually, I told him everything that happened. And he's like, I'll be getting this to the corporate. And we're going to figure it out. And I'll call you Monday. So maybe if I would have just gone in there and not made all the phone calls. Yeah. But I didn't want to go in there because I thought this is, I had a preconceived notion. I had a negative feeling, a connotation that this is going to go poorly. 
I'm going to be triggered. You know, like I had all this resistance and I had no surrender, zero, this much surrender. Because why? Well, because last time I was in there, I yelled through the store when he was like, well, she'll get to you and she can get to you. And I was like, well, she can get to me right now. I was in here for two hours ah. on Saturday. <laughs> I had a little, I had a little meltdown. I had a little, a little moment. And I didn't want to have another little moment because I felt bad, like that I had that. Because then that gets triggered. projected onto someone and it just. Right. But then today the signs, so all the signs were there, you know, so I think we have that along the way that we can pay attention to. <sighs> and in that case, that was my sign today when I pulled up in there. And then, you know what? No one walked in. It's a Friday in the afternoon. Like, yeah. Like, no one walked in the whole time I was there. And then as he was wrapping it up with me, then the, the bell rang on the door and someone walked in and it was almost like the whole space got cleared out so I could go in and have this safe space to tell what's been going on. And it has been a nightmare, but again, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not a big deal. It is. Really yeah. Nice. But it is frustrating. It, it is frustrating. I'm, I'm well, well, especially since at, as an empath and as you're an empath, I feel like, the feelings are not only heightened, but they take on almost a life of their own. And when we feel something good, we want to be in it all the time. When we feel something bad, it's like, especially when it's something that we have to do. Uh, there definitely is a procrastination of resistance of like, I'll feel this Band-Aid later being ripped off. Yes. Uh, but then sometimes you're so surprised that it's like, that was bad at all. Well, and honestly, oh. it's I literally had this thought during this whole thing. Actually, I said it to Megan last night because Megan was my my teacher and friend who was here last night, Megan, we actually sang and I posted the Lock Me duet. We just were messing around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's Megan. We were talking last night about the whole, you know, uh, mobile service provider situation because she had, I think she had listened to the episode or I, we were talking about it. And um, and I, I did say it and I realized, I realized, I don't think this was like a fear for me, but I did say, well, this was a hell of a time to quit drinking. And I said it, oh. is this a thing? But then I'm going, well, maybe that was like a coping mechanism on days that were really hard and people really tested me. And here I am go walking into the gauntlet to go get tested after being very put out over and over again, you know, all kinds of, you know, issues, you know, with communication. And, and, and for me, it's, and, and if, you if you study horoscopes or I'm a Gemini and I have a Libra moon. Aquarius rising so I'm all air signs and 100% air signs but I do have a, I'm on the cusp of cancer so I have some homey like mom maternal tendencies and all that but um I'm Mercury is my ruling planet communication for me is like that's it like that is it when you f up communication for me oh. I mean you know what one of what's the first thing I tell a new student I'll be texting you Sunday to confirm your, right? Yes. Uh, I can, and I, I confirm every student on Sunday morning. I probably drive you nuts because there are times where I don't respond. I don't but, care. No, I'll let, yeah. like, I value it so much that I take every Sunday morning of every week and sit down for an hour and, and go through my schedule and confirm it because I don't want my week to be mired yes. in miscommunications. And I know there's some people like, you know, there's an app that I'll do that and I'll confirm your brain. You just kind of mm. like, oh, so we could we could screw this up on every level. No, thank you. I'll do it by hand because you know I just you can only blame yourself. I am not honestly. I have messed up more data entry in my phone for like appointments and things than I ever have in my planner. 
Hey, that's fine. Because I have a system. But in my yes. phone, all you have to do is like turn your head away for a second and then go back, hit save, and you might have accidentally moved the stupid, you know, date. And now instead of the 14th, it's the 21st, and now you're screwed because you don't know. You don't remember that. You look at it and think, oh, well, I entered it, so it's the 21st. No. You looked away from your phone for a second, and <laughs> it touched it, and now you're screwed. Which I so hope you appreciate. Communications are yeah. really big. Pardon? I was going to say, I hope that you appreciate whenever you confirm, I post. Oh, I always appreciate when a student replies. But I also don't know. Yeah. I don't require it. Well, I know. I post back gifs of handsome Hollywood actors winking yes, do. or do yes, or like Chris Evans ripping wood. And so does so does Marie. Marie she has does, come back yeah. with some very fun response. I there love we that. are. I, I always imagine you guys are laying there next to each other texting me early Sunday morning. <laughs> that that has definitely <laughs> happened to where it's like, hey, Heidi wants to know if you're gonna confirm and I'll be like yes and or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes. So um so yeah, I think that's probably why I've been so triggered with this mobile service provider thing, is because the communication for me, I value it so much and that it seems like not something valued at all. The like universe kind of has a sense of humor with the fact that you're having, you care about communication and yet you're going to a company that's like communication is our business and that's just, full. I'm sorry, that's from an outside perspective, I'm like, oh, that's a good joke. Not really. It's not like but... I walk in with like outrageous <gasps> expectations. No. I just want like basic like common decency. You yeah. Know, just com- just you know, and you're in business, and and I'm in business, and I value my clients and my students and and people who you know frequent my establishments and and shows and things. Like I'm always saying thank you to the point where I'm probably going. I'm probably saying thank you so much. Like I start guessing, second guessing myself. You know. <gasps> But I'd rather say thank you than I'm sorry. I won't say I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Unless I'm literally Absolutely. sorry for something. Well, we're you basically... Know about, like, the I'm sorry yeah. culture. Like, we've all been kind of conditioned to say I'm sorry. And, and all it does yes. is really just... Yeah. We Rob you of your own energy. Especially. Right. We all say, yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it totally affects interaction, too. Like, just the vibe somebody walks away with. If you're like... So, for example, one of the things, I'm sorry I'm late. I don't like to say that anymore. I say thank you for waiting. Thank you for your patience. I come with gratitude rather than remorse. Right? I'm not going to. Yeah. Now, if you seem really put out, I'm going to apologize, of course. Like, if you're like, I had another appointment. Yeah. (laughs) That'll apologize for. But if it's just a matter of a few minutes and it's my still my time, you know, with you or with students or anyone, I'll say thank you for waiting. I won't say I'm sorry. Yeah. I and I've never ever felt with you that oh like a few minutes is that's it yeah breaks so the gauntlet. I've been so triggered. But the back to the signs thing. So when I okay, so today there was this thing, and and when I was talking to Megan last week, two weeks ago before Thanksgiving, I said something about a number sequence. You know me and my numbers, and um, and she was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Uh oh." I'm going to have to indoctrinate you in the number game. So, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I just see repeating number patterns a lot, like a whole lot, yeah. like a lot. Well, there's this idea that we were talking about, um, Megan and I were, and I kind of thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and create a logo because I'm creative and I like to spend my free time playing on apps. But I, but I do. So I created a, a logo for this idea we had and I, I was sending it to her. But right when I went to go text her, I, I hadn't opened my phone for a hot minute and I opened my phone. It was one, one, one. 
Uh, so I like, screenshot it, but I took it as a sign. Go ahead, make that. Go make it. Make the logo. So I took it as a sign, like right away. I was like, because when I thought to send her a text about it, because I said I was gonna just tell her the name that I had kind of like had kept coming to me today, and um, for it, and I was about to text it to her because I knew she it's Friday, and I know she's she's still I think she teaches Fridays, so I was like, yeah, trying to be respectful of her time, but and also like not like bombard people with my business all day long. Like, hey, like you're not at work, you know, you're not on the clock. I shouldn't be like hitting you up all the right. Time. But I had an idea and I was excited before I forgot. So I opened my phone and it was one 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 and I had just gone to text her to tell her the idea. So I took it as a sign, like right away. Like I'm like, wow, okay, this is a this is a, this is a, a validation. I've experienced well because of you, like because of you, I had never really like sometimes I would notice numbers, but when you put your attention on the fact that I'm seeing a lot of numbers, oh, just even try that once and it changes your day. I still like uh my interview, they were. How many minutes late? It was like seven minutes late, but that time was two, two, two. I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. I'm like, okay, there's something going on here. Like, and stuff like that, or just inversions of numbers. I've seen a lot of inversions or it'll be like 12, 22. Just now, because I was thinking last year, I record the cheerleaders when they're in competition. And um, I don't know what round it was, but I remember we were at this one competition and and mind you, last year was super weird because they couldn't even practice. They couldn't stunt till the week before. The oh, first yeah. And you know that they these 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 cheerleaders they start stunting as soon as basically tryouts, and then they never stop until state finals. You know what I mean? Like <sighs> they they stunt, 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 sequence, sequence, sequence. Learn like stunt camps, stunt workshops. I mean, it's crazy, do, right? That's what they're doing. They're doing stunt. But they that last year was so weird because you know they're cheering and they have masks on and they can't breathe and I mean when they don't have masks on and um, I mean obviously mitigate I'm not here to say don't wear masks but I, when you're cheering and you're on the mat and you're with people you're with all the time I'm kind of, uh. it was really hard because even like cheering for round three when you're doing all the stunting and tumbling and cheering and all the things those girls after they like ladder round three they're like physically sick it's so hard. Well, now go ahead and put the cloth over your mouth and try to breathe and do that. But anyway, last year was really weird. So every time I could, I was like asking the universe to give me like validations and signs, mostly just to calm myself mm-hmm. because it's scary watching girls or anyone who hasn't had really the time to practice and get muscle memory perform. It's stressful. You're flying by the seat of your pants. You're, pl- you're playing with improv that is and and you don't want that when you have someone hanging over your head like flying through the air right you lives are at stake essentially to be as dramatic as possible but it's true you know, oh yeah could fall so muscle memory is important for things like that because it's going to save you just like when you're singing or performing or doing anything muscle memory is going to save you over and over <laughs> over and over but i was a little bit on edge last season i also it was my first what's my first season without drinking <sighs> Yeah, it was my first season without drinking. Now that I'm thinking about it, I better. This is a sign to do an episode about sobriety. Yes, it's definitely a sign. So anyway, I was always looking for validations. Like I would just kind of open myself up to receive, and I would meditate before competitions, and just really send those girls all the positive love. Because remember, they were defending their state title in a, in a oh, season yeah. where it was really equal footing. Everybody had the same amount of time to practice, which was no time, and everybody had on the masks, and everybody had you know get kids getting contact traced and it was all over grabs it was yeah it was really just it was anybody's game and then we learned that over and over again last season um and it really was <laughs> it really was the tightest i'd ever seen a, a division three i mean division one in in the state of michigan 
if you're not familiar with cheer MHSAA rules and things, Division One in the state of Michigan, um, they will come down to hundreds of a point difference. It's that close. Wow. Yeah. Now they have a few blowouts every, you know, every so often, but usually it's like less than a point away. And that's what divides first and second and second and third. It's just fractions of a point. Um, but last year's was like that first division three. And normally we have a bigger spread, like a couple points. Like to me, that's a big spread. If you have two, okay. points, it's a big spread. Right. So anyway, I was looking for validations and you just brought up two, two, two. And I will never forget. I was sitting there and I was a little nervous because, you know, like I said, all that season, I was really trying to just call myself and everything's for our highest good. And it was really hard knowing what I know about muscle memory and knowing what I know about performing on any stage or mat or anything. Yeah. So anyway, I just knew. So sitting there knowing that I was looking for validation, one of the first competitions I recorded and when I turned off the video, it's a two, two, two. That was yes. the time of the video. So when you just said two, 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 it reminded me of that. That was another sign for me. And we ended up, by the way, if you aren't familiar with MHSAH here, we did defend the state title and win last year under really everybody under horrible circumstances. So, but this year, hopefully we're just going to go out and have a good time and let those, I think we, I don't know how many, we have a lot of returning seniors. And mm. Hopefully those seniors just have fun and get to have a season that doesn't feel like last year though. I mean, we really walked around just being grateful they could do anything, but we watched so many yeah. times of teams get knocked out because of contact tracing. Because when you miss a tournament, you miss the whole thing. Like, uh, yeah. Teams, teams that didn't get to do districts, so you don't get to go to regionals, and you don't get to go to states, you're done. Oh, seriously, that's happens. how it is? Yeah, so okay. if that happens, it's not like you when have... They, when they got contact traced last year, they would get sad. Like, basically, everybody had to stay home Your and bench. quarantine wow. for 10 days. Yeah, we had a competition last year. I think it was our final blue water area conference meet where we only had three stunt groups on the mat normally there's four because That's... we have kids contact trace okay yeah okay so you know why i was looking for signs <laughs> you know why now i was watching for signs and i would screenshot and send it to the other moms who i knew were a little worried like good oh, it's a sign it's a sign well like even um I could probably trace this back to three months. I just didn't know what was going to happen with me. And I promised myself when I was 20 years old, I would never, ever again do a job that wasn't performance-based. Or at least just like in the arts or giving me joy. And yeah, something that at least I'm like, I don't completely hate myself. <laughs> but like even that, 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 yeah, and that's, and that, well, that's what was going on. And I remember just around that time seeing numbers. I'm like, something's happening. And like, to an extent, I could be like, my life is falling apart. But even when I'm, I don't know how old I'm going to be, uh, but I'll be like, that was a microcosm of a moment. It'll yeah. turn out fine. But then that's surmounted months later with you just being like, I'm not worried about you. I'm just like, isn't that funny? I don't know. So, so I just hold that uh, to myself. I have never, numbers. you know, honestly... Every single thing you wanted to do, you've done it. So I'm definitely not worried about you. I, I mean, if there was any time to be worried about me in general, it was because of COVID. But everybody was worried about everybody else, to, or yeah. even yourself. Um, well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, you just gotta get adapt. You gotta adapt. You know, we, we yes. get real, real flexible, real quick. But speaking about is, being worried, I was always worried about you because I'm just like, how's she gonna teach? You thought that. No, no, I'm being sarcastic. No, I, I didn't doubt it. I was just like, what? No, no. Actually, I wasn't worried about me at all. I was oh. I was only just worried about my mental health and my students and my, my daughters, obviously. 
that was the only thing I worried about is just how mm-hmm. he was going to handle the change. And since we're also great at handling change all the time, <laughs> you know, we're not, but we're... we got, we got flexible. Right. And that's the thing. That's what you want to teach is that, that adaptability you want and to lean in and, and trust that it's for our highest good. There's you know, a, a, and it doesn't a... mean that tragedy doesn't happen because it happens all the time. And it doesn't mean we don't have to process the grief because it does. And it, we do. Um, but I look back at your grief that you, you were, when you moved um, with Caleb, the loss of Caleb. And I remember, I remember distinctly praying for, I mean, everybody in the situation, his family, you, you know, everybody who was part of the theater, theater community. Yeah. Um, because he was, you know, he was central, right, to so much great theater. Um, it, it is in that, that time that we're grieving that we can't really see very clearly how it's going to shape us right we can't really see clearly because we're we're in, our, we're in our grief oh but yeah looking what, back now you can see how strong you are now now that i can embrace it and i have its place within me and there are times where it hits but back then it was uncertain because i was like i just don't want to feel anything and then me not yeah. feeling anything had to turn into well i just need to direct it somewhere and then after that it became mm-hmm. i need to sit with it and then after i sat well, with it talk about empathy, it empathy right we come through with all this empathy oh yeah because i was dealing with a lot of philosophical changes and as a performer that kind of oh it, it's it's a lot of interesting well, it influences us what we do on stage right it influences how we're read on stage right how we're, like, how we're received and that's what's weird is that i haven't been on a stage in five years like i've done things but not like it's a proper musical a or a show stage with curtains. no i have not been on but i it has made me if it wasn't for caleb i and i don't think i'd be as strong of a uh improver or performer or because i remember when i was leaving my college i'm like i don't know what's going to happen to me and he was helping me move out of my apartment and he said to me he's like you know this is the moment in the story where the hero gets everything that he wants what are you worried about so i think that's why that is why when you said why are you worried it just kind of was was like oh wow you're not worried worried. but like it's it's this kind of like you're joey carrier stop it You've got this. Even you if you don't. Feel like you don't. Yeah. Mean, you look back, everything you've wanted, you've, you've done. You've gotten it. You just need to keep surrendering. And this next step, whatever that is. Yeah. It, it will be, it will, if it is for you, it will be obvious it is for you. And it doesn't mean yeah. it's the end. It's the arrival. It means there's something you have to learn on your journey. On this oh, yeah. Network of people you have to meet, you know, that and, to facilitate your purpose. Well, these two big opportunities that are really in my orbit right now they're they couldn't be any more different but they're both interesting and exciting in their own ways and i'm like yeah. uh, they both align and i guess it's just yeah. figuring it out so with what the you time. do is you just say this or something better and then just surrender and go do stuff you love like you and you and marie are doing your cisco and ebert thing so yes yeah that's something you love that's something that lights you up so that's great right hey i cannot thank you enough for calling me today because honestly i pulled up here going wouldn't it be cool just to do like an interview on my zoom with like a former student talk about mentoring yeah apparently yeah. it would be apparently it'd be really cool well just like i said before on like when we're like oh let's go do this i'll, I'll invite you on zoom i'm just like i i was kind of hoping for that because when you brought it up i'm like oh wonder if she's gonna ask and i'm like that's a very heidi thing to do is to say do it so it was just 
it was being patient with it, I guess. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I don't know. There's amazing things that are happening every day. You are going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You're going to do great. And I'm really proud of you. So just keep, just keep having fun. That's really the only thing we can do, right? Keep leaning into joy. Keep having fun. And and doing more than just surviving. But but thriving. Ew. Ew. Nobody wants that. Yeah. we gotta we gotta light it up a little bit. We gotta shine a little brighter than that. Mm-hmm. We? You have to sing, breathe, beat. Yeah, sing, breathe, beat. God, that was okay, cheesy. Thank you so much, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and do my little send off, and then stick around because we'll chat for a second. Even though my phone says it's gonna toast. But oh. thank you so much for joining us, and um, just sending you off with lots of prayers, and uh, well, I'll be with you in a sec. Okay. okay, guys, this was episode nine. Um, my interview with student and friend joey joseph carrier um thanks for checking in today and having listened to our our, you know our little corner of the world right um please share and subscribe and um, download on all apps that have podcasts apple podcast android podcast spotify so thank you guys so much and um Until next time, friends, keep shining.